When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Straight Out of Marvel episode 11. It's your humble and Pfizer vaccinated host, Kevin 27, alongside the other half of this podcast, Chris. So, bro, this episode is brought to you by the KC Network 702, which you can follow on all socials like comment and subscribe on youtube you also can listen to straight out of marvel wherever you get your podcast also new announcement is that we now have a website where the listeners of this show who aren't on social media since i got the analytics back and i see we got some older listeners not calling anybody out but just in case you can't get in contact with us on social media, you can always get in contact with us at straightoutofmarvel.wordpress.com. Of yeah. course, you will find all the podcast news and any updates with me where Chris will be on this website that is our website. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so hit us up. And let's start the show. So how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm having a cool little day. What about you, bro? I am doing fine and dandy today because we are giving our last and final thoughts on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Or should I say Captain America and the Winter Soldier? (laughs) Yeah, so... I'm very excited to just give a full rounded. Now, did you go back and watch any more since last week? Yeah, I, I watched it once. I watched it. Yeah, I only watched it once. Yeah, I, I watched guess. the last two episodes in a block. Mm. So nice. I'm definitely excited to talk about, you know, where we feeling now that we have more time to sit with it. Now that all of pretty much everyone's opinions out there have been stated. I'm definitely down because you know me, I'm definitely a comment reader. I read everybody comments. It doesn't, Hey, if the, if the platform has comments, Kevin 27 is reading them. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What Dang, about you? Hey, we got to read all those comments as we can, bro. I feel like it's going to be good because we got post Captain America Winter Soldier, you know, from the final episode. So now we on to the next week. It feels good, bro. I can't wait. I'm excited for more. Yeah, and tonight will be the assemble, but I feel like we didn't have to wait, you know. Yeah. You know, wait till tomorrow to do a whole podcast. Just based on that. So we could just go ahead and do what we're going to do. So let's just briefly go over this series, man. 
So where do you where do you want to start? How do you, how are you feeling now that everything is done? I feel like overall as the show with me going back to watch it again, I like the show mm-hmm. and I noticed like within the show it's a lot of stuff that have been taken out that made the show not really make sense for certain characters in the show. Definitely. So I feel like, you know, it's more understandable now why the final episode was what it was. Yeah, you definitely could tell um, that it was a secret plot, which I don't know if you've seen the director uh, or the writer of the show, Malcolm Spellman. He said that it was a part that they had to cut out, but not due to the pandemic. And he said he was told by Kevin Feige to stop saying that. <laughs> so, I don't know like what, what's going on, which is which, but we do know that it was a storyline taken out, which was probably the whole uh, sickness dynamic, which would have made the Flag Smashers way harder yeah, like their cause. Yeah, even though their cause was just because, yeah. like, like I said, how can you argue with one world, one people? But at the same time, yeah. the way they went about it, and the fact that we didn't really get to see that relationship with Mama Danya build, we didn't mm-hmm. really get to see why these flag smashers respected Carly to where they all got the same strengths. Yeah. So they could have overpowered her if they felt like she was going a little too overboard and they did it. So why were they willing to die for Carly? Because at the end of the day, they didn't die for the cause because they didn't believe in it. Did they believe in the cause? Because because they didn't believe it like Carly believed in it. Mm-mm. Well, see, they believed in it until shit got real. Then when shit got real, they didn't. They just kind of just folded under pressure. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's terrible. Carly was, she said, it doesn't matter if we die. And they was like, ah, yo, speak for yourself, sister. (laughs) We'd rather go to the raft. That's terrible, bro. Hell yeah. Saying, like, I was upset, like, how they did Mama Donya. Like, just writing her off scripting her off and basically not giving her that like dialogue or anything that pushed her out there and make us know a little bit more about her or what how big that relationship between her and Carly was like I didn't we didn't know none of that so knowing that it was a storyline taken out as you pointed out now it kind of make more sense why why they really did that like that's probably what it was. It probably was Mama Donya. Yeah. Well, she definitely because, okay, so this actress, or I know everybody say actor now, but I still say actress. This actress had a lot of huge roles. So for them to just have her in here as pretty much a, a person in the funeral, it just makes no sense. Uh, but I mean, I still enjoyed the show definitely yeah. overall i still liked it better i still like it better than wandavision because for me i feel like 
when you have shows that's that has to deal with mystery once the mystery is revealed yes it's like okay that's it and of course wandavision was supposed to be about her trauma and all of this good stuff but she took over a town full of people kidnapped them and hid their children in their bedrooms (laughs) and made them eat halloween candy and now ladies and gentlemen do you hear this do y'all hear this he is calling out wanda because a lot of y'all people out there are making Wanda seem like the hero in this show. The stuff she was doing was wrong. Y'all need to point that out, man. Oh, no. Agatha was the hero. Come on, man. She saved the town. No, me. Honestly. I felt like that was the turn for Wanda to be a villain. I I thought. Yeah. Could have been. But now she got to deal with that, too. But back to uh falcon and winter soldier i just thought it was it's something that when i go back and watch it's a lot of more substance you know yeah now as opposed to you know wandavision but i mean still both equally well not equally great but Mm -hmm. because you know i'm like this with falcon you know what i'm saying last last time i get to wear my t-shirt ladies and gentlemen If you listen, and I've been wearing the same Falcon and Winter Soldier t-shirt every time we record. And if you're watching, you already know. And I will be trying to get a fresh Loki shirt. So if you yeah, have bro. any place, because I looked at Hot Topic, I wasn't feeling their Loki shirts. And that's mm. where I got this Falcon and Winter Soldier shirt. So Shout out Hot Topic, shout out Hot Topic though. But if you have uh, any places where your boy could go to get some fresh Loki drip? Shoot your boy a DM. Shoot your boy something, because I need some Loki drip for the next series that we got to wait six weeks for. I know, man. That's gonna be a long six weeks. Marvelous May. Hey, hey, I can't wait, bro. Loki gonna be fired. And it's not even like it's the beginning of June. It's the middle. I can't wait, bro. Middle of the summer type shit. That's going to be a good vibe. Hell yeah, I can't wait either. Well, that's the that's the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. June 11th. Uh, you already know, Black Widow, that's middle of summer. July 9th, baby. We will yes, be Yes, sir. Can't wait for that one too, man. Hell yeah. So, um, I want to know who was your favorite character? Who stood out to you the most in this Falcon and Winter Soldier six episode series? Mm. I think the one who really stuck out to me the most it had to be Isaiah. Mm. I knew you was going to say that. Bro, we all know that. Like, that boy Isaiah he hit different every single time. Like, you felt his pain. You felt everything he was going through. And the way he delivered it made it so much more, like, you felt so much more emotion towards it. Like, you felt him. Like, you felt what he was going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, what they did to him back then was messed up. 
And just to know that he had to live a life knowing that he did like that, like basically live a life that he did, but he not even did. I was like, yo, that's wild. And just to see him get justice at the end, that was just amazing, bro. So I, that's why I love that story of him. Yeah, Isaiah Bradley was definitely a great story. Definitely yeah. a great introduction yeah. to the MCU. And I'm glad they did it like that. And let's keep it real. Isaiah Bradley gave us our longest episode because we talked about that scene for so long and went on so many different tangents about so many real life topics and how it made mm-hmm. us feel. Yo, shout out to Isaiah Bradley. Definitely was a star of the show, but for sake of podcasting, and obviously you already know where I'm going. Come mm-hmm. on, man. I love Carly. Carly. Yes, sir. I love Carly. She was brash. She was strong. She gave me good leadership vibes. She just yeah. uh, she crumbled at the end. I hate how she crumbled at the end. Yeah, I felt like they could have did her better justice. Hashtag bring back Carly Morgenthau. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think. And you know, and another thing that I really hate is because they built the power broker up, and they he didn't even, or we know it's Sharon Carter now. She wasn't even the big villain in the show. So for the big bad in this show to be Carly, I don't feel like they gave her enough justice, you know? I don't. Nah, she should have went out with her bang, bro. Yeah, she should have went out with a better bang. How, tell me how you felt about Carly. Man, honestly, I think Carly was inspir- she was inspirational to me as the show how much you can fight for something. Like, when you believe in something, you gotta go fight for it. And you got you can't let people tell you no. You got to just do it. And I love how she had her people back, basically being that leader of that charge and exposing the fakes of the GRC, like uh, what they used to do, like how they did them, kicking them out of their homes and stuff. And they having to live like that. And I love how her speeches, I love how she talked to the people, like motivating them to get better and like follow her lead. And she did it so perfect every single time. She never failed. Bro, that speech that she did when they was at the funeral, perfect. Top tier, bro. Perfect. That was, to me, best speech in the whole... When they, Isaiah didn't have a speech. So, to me, best speech in the whole series. Yeah. Especially when Sam showed up. I love how she turned up at that part. Like, it was like a whole different switch. Like, you felt that switch. Because them in that setting, not knowing that she's there, like, knowing that Sam up there, you know, but her knowing, you can see the difference. And I love that little switch cadence, bro. It was so fire. Yeah, it definitely was. So, I really appreciate it, Miss Morgenthau. I think she was 19 in the show. So she definitely killed it. I bought the leadership from the beginning. So definitely Carly. So um, tell me what you thought about the star of the show, Sam turning into 
Captain America finally accepting the role, the mantle, and not being afraid to say, I'm Captain America, you know? Yeah, I like, I love the build up to being him being Captain America because it showed that he just didn't get it right away. Like, he just didn't want it right away. He wanted to feel like he wanted to be Captain America and not be forced. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I love so much. I love that he didn't feel like that. Yeah, me neither. I really was digging the way he transformed from episode one to Mm -hmm. six. And by the end of five, he knew what he wanted to do. And it was really because of Isaiah Bradley really giving him the inspiration Mm -hmm. to say, you know, if I couldn't let all this sacrifice go to waste. And that's what I love about it, because honestly, especially at the end with him embracing that and showing showing like, hey, I still got the wings with me. Don't forget, I got the wings. I, I got the shield, but I got my wings with me. So I love he kept the wings and he just didn't get rid of them or nothing. I love he kept the whole thing, bro, and he got the shield with him. So it looked absolutely perfect, bro. Yeah. And he got, and he got really good with the speeches, too. Yeah. His speech definitely was killer at the end, and he definitely fit the part, I thought. His leadership qualities was mm-hmm. – I'm, I'm, they weren't as good as Steve Rogers – yeah Be, but we only seen this one short you know yeah uh, you know this one short stint so who knows once we see captain america 4 that's when we really will be able to see anthony mackie get into his captain america bag as the yeah. full leader and uh i'm thinking that's will bring back the avengers because we got cap back right mm-hmm. and i and what i like about it too it's his how he treat Bucky like that friendship bond between him and Bucky, bro. Mm-hmm. That was just top. T- I love how he talked to Bucky, especially in that episode, uh, episode five, when he was just trying to like get in his head and like see what he's going through. That right there felt real, like like like, bro. You need to get rid of that stuff. Like you need to look at your wrongs and write them off, man. And you need to do better. And I like how he just. He was having his friend back, bro. I love that. Yeah, I love how he told him when he was like, oh, it's a dozen people in that book. And he was like, okay, that's cool. But start with one. Like, he was like, bro, start with one person. Make amends. Yeah, bro. Amazing. You know? So what you think about Bucky, man? So I'm thinking that I'm actually... I'm telling you, this is what Marvel does, though. They bring you into these characters and make you care about them. And when Mm -hmm. you give me a person for six episodes and he's on the good side of crime, Mm -hmm. I'm going to care about them. Um, Which is like kind of my critique of the boys because they let you see. Have you watched the boys yet? Nah. Oh, yeah. You got to get on it before season three come out. But my critique of that was I like my superheroes to be superheroes and they like are asshole superheroes. Like they give you like mm-hmm. a real version of what it probably would be like. Cause you know, we see how people react with power 
that's just yeah. like in the job force. Mm-hmm. So you know, but um, Bucky really was good, and I really I respected the way that they made him humanized now, not just yeah. a machine for Hydra, not just mm-hmm. Captain America's sidekick. You know, like he's a human being still going through all these trials and tribulations. And I feel like Bucky came out on top. You even notice that at the end of the episode, he had his arm out. He wasn't ashamed anymore. Like, you Mm. know, he walked around with his arm freely, you know, let the kids hang on him because he cool Uncle Bucky, you know? Yeah. I loved it, bro. His character was awesome. Like, I like how they just, they portrayed him to be better and he had to progress to be better and he was trying to do all things right but he just had to slowly get that together and i like how he just kept it real you know him and that friendship between him and falcon like like i said i like how they was you know still cracking jokes they were talking shit about each other you know even though they knew that was cool they just was just trying to make it seem like they wasn't but they you know you know how that goes Mhm. You so know how that's like, you know I me, mean? and I like how he came at Sam too, because you know even even though Sam came at him too, he was getting on Sam about keeping that shield. Like Rod, Steve Rogers gave you that shield. Like I like that. I like he kept that mindset for him to remember that. But also, I like that at the end in episode five, that talk you was talking about, he realized that. I didn't understand what it would be like to have a black man wearing the stars and stripes mm-hmm. because it's not the same. No, which I love, bro. It was perfect. Yeah. Great. Growth. One thing I wanted to touch on the most, well, it was one thing I wanted to, I had a question for you. Do you think mama Danya had like some type of connection to Isaiah Bradley? I heard some type of of theory about that. And honestly, that was one of the things that they were talking about that they cut out. For real? Yeah, like that could have been one of the storylines that that was cut out. Mm. Because I I don't know why I was thinking like, could she have been the doctor that was for Isaiah at the time? They said that, or go ahead. Oh, no, I was just I was wondering. Well, I heard that, and I heard that she could have been a super soldier. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Like, I heard something like that. So, it's, it's some theories floating around with Mama Danya, and it's a reason why they just they didn't even kill her off. She was just dead at the beginning of the show. <laughs> she was just dead before we even saw her, bro. Damn. That's why I was like. It sucks, bro, because I, I wish we could have got something like that relationship to understand it more. But now that we can't, and knowing that Malcolm Spellman's name is, yeah, right there, yep. like, they deleted that. That's tough, bro. That's tough, because I heard something about them writing a, they, want, they wanted to write a book on it or something, like, to finish those. Like, that's how great the story was. 
Mm. Damn, that's interesting. Because I was like, shit, if you're going to talk about the Flashman, I'll read that shit. Because that would be a good book. Oh, yeah, I would read a book on that. The Flag Smashers, or at least, like, listen to it on Audible. Yeah, like, that would be fire, bro. So, one, another person I wanted to talk about, which I had a big pet pee on. Mm-hmm. What happened with Sharon Carter? Why nobody talking about what happened at the end with her, with all the blood marks, and the stuff, all her, the, the bruises on her knuckles? You remember how we talked about that at the end? What where was the dialogue? Like what happened? Like nobody spoke on that. It, just it didn't show it. And then when she come back in the next episode, she was fine again. Yeah, like it just it just never happened. I I think that was probably a mistake. For real? I think it was a mistake. Because at first they tried to I at first I thought maybe it was from when she was in a fight with all those dudes. Yeah, it didn't really make sense because um, they showed her when she was walking in that tunnel and her face was clean. Yeah, in her hands. So I don't understand that. I don't know. Her whole thing seemed rushed and it was trash. Worst, yeah. bro. I'm gonna just say it right now. My least favorite character was Sharon Carter. I I agree. I agree heavily because I didn't think that was. I didn't think none of that of Sharon made sense. She didn't deserve a pardon. Mm. And on top of that, if you're gonna make her the power broker, why bring her in so early? Honestly, I would I wouldn't even care if Sharon came at the episode six, or at least at the end of episode five, as a post credit scene or something. That was like, totally meaningless. Cause then it'd have been like, oh, so it was Sharon the whole time. You know what I'm saying? That would have been something. Yeah, very, that would have been better. Yeah, that would have been way better than just showing her in the beginning and then you calling it out episodes ago. And then she just come out as the power broker. Which yeah, still so nobody knows. I'm giving I'm giving worst character to Sharon Carter. No disrespect to the actress. Yeah. Sure, she's a fine young lady. But the the mm-mm. nope, I'm not buying it. Yeah, she can fight though. But even die. that part didn't make sense. Yeah, it make okay. So it kind of it makes sense because what she really wants is to get the part in. So yeah. do whatever it takes to get back into Sam and Bucky's good graces. I understand that, but why? send them to kill the super soldiers why send them to kill the doctor that create the serum it's some it's something off bro i I don't know if she got something that she trying to write off or what another thing too about the doctor create some more motherfucker i know like what he say eight or what he say? Like it wasn't even that much like that he made. He said he made twenty. Twenty, yeah. And Carly stole all of them. Make twenty more, my nigga. Like what you doing? Like you tripping? Like am I am I wilding or like? No, nah, it's 
It's some real shit. Cause even when he said twenty, I was when he soon as he said that, I was like twenty. You only made twenty. I mean, cause you've been back now for six months. So, like, yeah. what you doing? Like, did he just make them? And then Carly was like, bro, we about to hit a lick on this fool as soon as he done. Or like, see, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They should have gave us a Flag Smasher episode. Yeah. At least name it Flag Smashers. They should have gave us a Flag Smasher episode. Take us to how she got the serum and how she became that HBIC. You know? Yeah. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, bro. I would have loved it too because it didn't, all of that didn't make sense. It didn't have no, like, structure. Because even with the dub dialogue, with him saying, the mama got tuberculosis. That's just random as shit. Like, and then it, he didn't even say nothing about it. And then even with the serum, I'm like, bro, if you've been back for this long, you should at least have, like, 50 or 100 on the, on the side. Mm-hmm. Not having Zemo tear all of them apart in this one left for fucking John Walker ass. That don't make sense. John Walker has gone rogue. Speaking of John Walker, man, how do you feel about John Walker as a character, good and bad? U.S. agent John Walker. I felt like he started off strong. Okay. And then it ended terribly. I felt like the character, in my opinion, was a straight rise, like, and then a quick plummet back to Earth in season or episode six. Yeah. Like, I thought the way they played it up at the end, I get it, he's an anti-hero or whatever, but the way they played it up was like, he was going to like really come for Carly ass. And he, I mean, he did, but nah, right. him, him teaming up with Bucky after they just whooped his ass and broke his arm. Is it because yeah. he was a super soldier? His arm was just healed so quickly. Like, I don't get it. I just, the way his story ended, I wasn't feeling it. The suit, is nice because come on man yeah. black red i like the suit i yeah. i thought it would have been nice if they would have revealed him with a shield at the end too like a new shield yeah that would have been better and um that's kind of my that's kind of how i feel about john walker he was cool i liked him with lamar yeah i thought he, like i said i thought he came on strong I, I, every episode, I thought he was pretty good, except for episode six. Yeah, I feel like I feel like every yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one because in every single episode, especially his build up, seeing how he was just tweaking out off the serum and shit, and he was going rogue, and he was just antsy, like he just wanted to do something and stop the flag smashers. And then seeing his homie getting killed, and then he do that to the homeboy, Nico, that's his name. Yeah, yep. I'm like, that that the whole boy scene, Nico. That whole scene right there, the way he killed them off and they ended it like that. I was like, yo, this nigga John Walker has gone rogue. And I thought it was gonna be something big, like 
It was going to be Sharon getting involved somehow, Carly, John Walker. Have, you have to stop John. You got to stop Carly. That's why I was thinking what was going to happen. But then you just end up working with him, and he ended up making the smart choices, trying to be the hero and shit. I'm like, so technically the serum just went away? Like, the craziness just went away? Everything yeah. just went weird? Like, ain't he a vigilante? And considering the fact that they didn't give Lamar pretty much anything. No. Nah. Like, so that was another reason why I felt his shit starts going downwards because, mm-hmm. you know, Lamar was his side piece. Yeah. So that, that wasn't cool. He couldn't even, couldn't even uh, save his boy. Oh God! And like, especially when you had that whole family scene with John Walker and Lamar family, and he lied to the family. Like he made it seem like he was about to get a revenge or something, and he didn't do that. That wasn't him that did that. That was shared. Yep. So, John Walker. Mm-mm. But I still liked him as a character, and I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to seeing him in future Marvel MCU things, which maybe Secret Invasion or maybe Armor Wars, we might see your boy John Walker. So mm. uh, another huge character we must talk about is Zemo, which was pretty much the, the third act of the show, right? Yeah. Or would you say John Walker? Who would you say was a bigger part? John Walker or Zemo? I say John. You say John Walker? Yeah. I think only because Zemo, he had a he had a few parts. Like he was main, but then when that whole Wakanda shit happened, it just was like, all right, fuck you, Zemo. Goodbye. Like Yeah, because John Walker was yeah, because John Walker was in like the first the end of the first episode and then the whole second episode we didn't see zemo until episode three right yeah okay but after episode three he was a big a big part of the show yeah but honestly i wasn't too impressed with zemo because Mm -hmm. he killed king t'chaka yeah bro like that dude. <laughs> yeah, but but other than that, I would uh, he was cool, but I don't I don't really feel like Zemo brought anything to the show. Like uh-huh. his whole reason of getting them getting him out of prison was pointless. Like it it accomplished nothing, like I said, either a couple episodes ago or something. Only thing him getting out of prison did was he did he did squash a lot of the serum, so I give him that. But he still let John Walker get it. I know. So him having the serum, I mean, mm-mm. I ain't feeling Zemo. Like, I didn't really feel like, but he was, he did have a good viral moment, so I give him that. Yeah. That Zemo in the club shit was. That... No, no. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, hey. Yo, Zemo was turning up, bro. Zemo in the like, club was shit. going crazy. He said, shit, since we waiting on Sharon ass, let me turn up. 
turn yeah. up in the club real quick. He was yeah. like, shit, I'm going to go back to prison soon. Shit, I might have to turn up right now. Yeah, so shout out to Zemo. Uh, which, how you feel about Zemo? One thing I did, one thing I did like about Zemo, is that that motherfucker was cocky as shit. Like, yeah. like he was like that boy ego was big as hell. And then just to find out that he was rich all of a sudden, I was like, "Yo, Zemo rich? He's a baron." I was like, "I ain't know who, I I ain't know Zemo had money like that." He's a baron, Chris. Boy, I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, Zemo, that guy. But I, I like this character how he was, how he was at the time. But yeah, I do agree that his his breakout was pointless because he didn't do nothing. Like it would have made sense if Zemo would have got out of prison and then he played the niggas and got out. You know what I'm saying? Like if he would just played, he would have got out and did something else or could have escaped. Yeah, something I thought that a little was more happen because you know Zemo, that boy is snake. So I thought he, he should have been able to escape. That would have been hard. Yeah, like if he was able, like the way he left, I was like that should have been his escape. But he just basically gave himself up going to Sokovia. Yeah, that would have been better if he when he escaped, or if he would have escaped the Dora, Dora Milaje. Yeah, would have been better. So. But he did end up having the last laugh with the Flag Smashers. Yeah. With, uh, you know, Alfred over here blowing up the whole uh, squad, which was such a bummer to me. Yeah. Such a bummer. that When he said one world, one people, I was like, yeah, they finna get away. Yeah. And then just poof. It was sudden, though, so I give him that. Yeah. It I didn't, did catch I didn't see you that off guard. It did catch you off guard. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Um, any more characters that you think we should talk about? Mm. Sarah was a good character. Yeah, Sarah's a good character. She's a good sister. I like her role. Yeah, she was good. Mm. Overall, that I think that was some good characters right there. Because we did talk about, we talked about Sharon and all them. We talked about Zayn. We talked about the two, obviously, main characters. Um, so as far as the plot, now that we know the whole plot of this movie was to stop the, um, was pretty much to stop the Flag Smashers from taking over the GRC like how do you yeah. feel about the plot and pretty much Sam becoming Captain America overall you know how are you feeling about the plot do you want to go ahead and um give it a rating right now or should we how, what do you think we should we talk about the action cuz I, I want to talk about the action too before we even do a rating so yeah before we get into action I wanted to talk about the flag smashers bro I feel like them as a unit, like the dude that was in there, I didn't like how they was doing it. I, I didn't really like how they did with the Flag Smashers. Because I feel like the Flag Smashers like have so much potential, bro. They had so much potential to be like a dominant force. Like you got a you got a team full of super soldiers, bro. 
Yeah, they went out pretty weak. Oh, you got a team full of super soldiers, and you got a homie who sacrificed his life for y'all. Mm. I'm like, when I, I'm telling you, bro, when I seen that part, I was like, oh, yeah. Flash Smashers, they the, they the real deal. Yeah, like, they went out weak sacrificing? as hell. Bro, I was like, you got any sacrificing themselves for y'all. And then just to see how they, at the end, just give up like that on Carly. And Carly had to really say, repeat herself three times, one world, one people. And, like, they just sitting there, like, stunned. Like, bro, y'all look so weak for that. So they, I feel like, to me, the writers should have wrote them better and gave them more intense. They, like, make them more intense than what they was. Especially with homie when he jumped out the window and stuff in the beat, when we first got introduced. Yeah, they like, definitely could have did better with the Flag Smashers, and I don't want to keep harping on the point, but it's why we said they should have had an episode dedicated to the Flag Smashers to bring them out more, have a little more, uh, you know, standing in this yeah. universe instead of, oh, they're just pissed off because they're poor and don't have anywhere to go because yeah. everybody came back. So now they just want to kidnap a bunch of people, kill them, and then they're going to blow up. Like, mm. yeah. yeah. Ladies, so, man. I feel Let's get into the action. Yeah, so I feel like the action overall was top tier. Um, I feel like the fighting, choreo- uh, fighting choreography was on point. Mm-hmm. The special effects, shout out to them. I thought it was great. I didn't, I felt like I was watching a movie the whole time, not a TV show. Yeah. And I heard every episode was like, how, what'd they say, 10 million or something? It was, I think it said it was a lot to make every episode, like 20 million. So they really mm-hmm. put a lot into the stunts. Um, I do hate that we lost Red Wing early in episode two and didn't yeah. get him back till six. But I love the Red Wing reveal and the suit. So yeah, it made sense though. I love the action. So how you how you feeling about action? I I love the action, bro. I like how it fit every character. Like I like their schemes, like for different schemes of the characters, like how Bucky was portrayed as the guy who can literally catch everything John Walker throw to him. Like, when he threw him the shield, he caught the shield. When he threw the knife at him, he caught the knife. Like, he literally caught everything this dude did. And that's what I I like that one. And I love how they portrayed Falcon, you know, using the wings in bands, you know, using the air, you know, to his advantage. And I I love that. And I love how they use Carly, too. Carly has some Sweet ass moves, bro. Sweet ass moves. Yeah, but when she fought John Walker, she got her ass beat. Yeah, yeah. She was getting the hand. She was getting the hands handed to her. Yeah, but you gotta did. think John can fight though. That's that's one thing we ain't gonna we ain't gonna sugarcoat. John knew he showed us he knew how to fight. Oh yeah, he he took he. I felt like he held his own against without the serum. Yeah, well, they was. I don't know, man. Him and Lamar was acting like they did some shit when they came. They really didn't. But when he yeah. had the serum and he was fighting uh, Bucky and fighting Sam, he was getting down. 
Don't mean. And he he whooped Bucky shit. Yeah, that boy was getting Bucky the hands though. And if it wasn't for Bucky coming with the late cliche movie save, you know, know. he would have decapitated uh, Sam. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He almost decapitated both of them. Honestly, because yeah. he was going to do it to Bucky first. And then yep. Sam saved him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I like Sharon's uh, action scenes, too. I feel like Sharon was putting in some work. I give her that. I feel like she probably had... I think she had the best action scene. Yeah. It's either... I, I would say it's either her or it's uh, Sam's opening sequence. Yeah, that opening one was fire, too, bro. Because that, for the first episode and the opening of the episode to just draw us in like yeah this gonna be action-packed type shit i thought that was yeah. very impressive so i would either say sam with that opening scene saving the captain or i would say sharon as the power broker beating up her own men she sent i don't know weird yeah it was awesome bro i love those scenes so you want to give it a rating yeah man go ahead what you got well, I'm going to give my rating. My rating going to be 8 out of 10 because I love the action scenes. I love the the scenes with Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley. I love how they portray Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it just had a nice build-up to a lot of stuff. And it was just a lot of stuff that was taken out that didn't make sense for certain stuff. So that's why I knocked it down to but overall, it was pretty good. I love the experience. And it, it felt like a Marvel film, you know. So that's what I give it. What you giving it, bro? I give it an 8.5. Okay. I definitely loved all the racial things that it touched. I definitely loved the growth that Sam was able to display in this show. And I definitely love. Uh, they showed his family. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? And like I said, the action was top tier. I'll knock it down 1.5 because the season finale was ass. It wasn't ass, but I didn't like how they wrapped it up so quick, even with uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Nakajima. Um, uh, just, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like how to... Everything besides Sam and the season finale to me was bad. Yeah. They 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 cut things up too quick. Like they finished things too quick. Like I said, the flag smasher shit and all of that. So but overall, yeah. I still think it was a good season to watch. Hopefully we get either another season. It'll probably be I'm thinking if we get another season of this, it will be like a Bucky type. It'll probably be more Bucky led because mm. Sam about to get his own movie. Yeah. You know? So I give it an 8.5. And I think that is a wrap on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Any any more final thoughts or one more? I feel like at the end it should have had a more time frame. I hated that at that final season to give us 50 minutes, bro. That was terrible. Yeah, that's 53 minutes. That's what I'm saying. They could have extended a little more and gave us a little more dialogue with Bucky. 
But I guess we don't need to see Bucky's growth, and that's why uh, it ended as Captain America in the Winter Soldier because we still have more to go with Bucky. Yeah. So. Yep. So that is the end of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier review (laughs) on the Straight Outta Marvel podcast, man. And I honestly felt like it was a good ride, you know. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! I shit, I really enjoy doing this, and I really enjoy the new people that's listening that we got because of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, mm-hmm. shout out to all the actors, shout out to the directors, shout out to the special effects team, everybody. You guys did a good job, man. Round of applause for you. So. You know, so we can move on to some Marvel news. I don't know what you got, but I got some. It was hard digging. So what you got? Man, it was hard looking for some. I'm going to keep it up, but because it's been pretty quiet lately on the Marvel. But overall, I think with the stuff that they got with the Shane Chi stuff. I can't wait. I heard that when that come out, we're supposed to be getting some more news on that coming soon. So hopefully, September. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. We gonna. I heard we're gonna get some more news on that, and we're gonna get some more news for the uh, quantum shift for the the Eternals. Mm. So yeah, we I'm need pretty, some updates on that. Yeah, the Eternals, bro. We we definitely need some updates for that. Which I'm I'm excited for now because now that we got the Shang Chi uh Shang Chi trailer, yeah. I'm thinking we're gonna get the Eternals trailer next. Mm-hmm. Along I'm, with a Spider-Man trailer in the next like month or something. And on top of that, shout out to the director, man. Winning a actual award, bro. The director of what? Uh the Eternals. Oh, okay. She, I think she won an Oscar. I think she just won an Oscar, not like a last week or something. Oscar so white. <laughs> uh, what what else you got on Marvel News, sir? None too much. None too much. What you got? Okay, so. I found out that Spider-Man is the most popular character in all of the world. Oh, yeah, we knew that. Everybody the loves data Spider-Man. shows it. I don't know if you can see it, but come on, man. It's all Spidey. Yes, Not sir. All. And I thought it was hilarious that uh, yo, Captain America is the biggest superhero in Canada. <laughs> What? Yeah. That's different. Pretty much. Uh, so Spider-Man holds 57 countries. Wonder Woman holds 15 countries. Batman 11. Iron Man 10 countries. Superman 6. Captain America 4 countries. Aquaman 4. And the Hulk with 3. Now, I don't know how accurate this is. I just got it off Twitter. And I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's fire. Another thing 
um, Sony's live action Silk series is eyeing to begin filming in late August. Now, I can't lie, I'm not very familiar with Silk, but it looked like some female Spider-Man. So, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, let me just, I probably should did my research on it, but I didn't. Sue me. <laughs> uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier director Carrie Scoglin says the goal was to get everyone to like John Walker by the end of the season, and she thinks everyone does. Um, I thought he was cool. Yeah, like I said, I thought it was a bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, more Captain America news. Anthony Mackie says he found out about Captain America four from a guy at the grocery store. And yo, shout out to Marvel because they are tight lipped. They ain't even telling the actors when they doing shit. Wow, wow, that's crazy. Hey, but that's that's kind of fire though, Marvel. I see what you're doing. Dang, that's that that's interesting. Yeah, I thought it was too. Because I um, thought they only did that to uh, Tom Holland because he likes spilling the beads. <laughs> I cannot wait to see Spider-Man 3. Oh, me. I cannot wait, bro. Okay. Uh, Lupita Lupita Nyong'o on making Black Panther 2 without Chadwick Boseman. RIP to my my guy Chadwick. The way Ryan Coogler has reshaped the second movie is so respectful of the loss we've all experienced. It feels correct to do this. I really hope they honor in my guy Chadwick and then like yeah. recasting. I hope so too, bro. I hope they honor him in a big way, bro. But then Rest a recast peace. still. Yeah. Rest in peace of legend, man. That shit's still crazy to me. Okay, so we have one has to go. This was trending yesterday on Twitter. And I don't know if you saw this or not, but one has to go 2022 edition. Now, a couple of these movies are uh, DC movies, but the majority are Marvel. So for the sake of it, let's just do it. So let me know which one has to go for you. Okay. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Batman or The Batman, or... Love and Thunder, The Flash, Black Panther 2, Black Adam, Star in the Rock, or Captain Marvel 2? Oh, man. Get rid of Batman, bro. What? Get rid of Batman. What? I'm tired, I'm tired of this shit. Robert Pattinson? Bro. I don't want to see no more Batman films. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I think I've seen so many different Batmans. It's not even funny, bro. <laughs> like, it's not. And shout out to Flash, though. I'm glad he getting a movie. But Batman, bro, if they going to come up with this Batman, they got to stick to him. They have to. They can't just keep switching all these different characters. It's because they don't have, and I don't even think this Batman, I think this Batman is in like a different universe. 
See, like, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's I hate DC. They all over the place. <laughs> like, they don't know what to do, bro. Like, what are you gonna do next? What you just, gonna bring back another superhero, a Superman? Just like the Joker. Yeah, yeah, they talk. They talking about uh. Well, Michael B. Jordan shot down the rumors that he's gonna be the Black Superman. I was like, please don't, please don't be, please don't do it, bro. We don't you need don't a black. Need we don't need a black Superman. I'm sorry. We don't because then it's, he can get killed every single time. <laughs> it's too much. Like we don't need, and I'm black, so I can say it. So we don't need a black Superman. Yo, we yo, black people ain't checking for Superman. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Like they don't need to appropriate Superman. I don't. We don't need it. Bro, um, even as a kid, I, even as a kid, bro, I, I never was into Superman. Never thought I Superman never, was tight. Never, bro. I, I don't. I don't bad. like anybody with all the powers. Laser beams out the eyes. He put on his glasses. Oh, you can't see Clark anymore. What? The what? worst super super uh, <laughs> hero identity. I ever seen in my life. Terrible, bro. That's why I love Spider-Man. Boy put on a whole fit and whole then he mask. Goes. Whole mask. Everything. Bat- Batman be like, oh, I still need to show y'all I'm white. Like- <laughs> <laughs> bro, I swear. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, because I heard I heard something like that before. Like they they had the mask the way they used to have his mask. It was a black. It was a black doing it, but they had to take it off so that way they could show he was white. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that's racist as shit, bro." Like, oh hell no! Nah. Why he got half of his face exposed, bro? Because he got all that black on. Just want to let you know, I'm white though. I'm white. Don't pull me over. Don't, <laughs> don't kill me. <laughs> Don't pull over my uh, armored Batmobile. Bro, I hate this nigga Batman. Bruce Wayne, bro. I, I I like him, but I don't like they coming out with so many movies of that. It's just not worth it, bro. Yeah, it's not it, bro. I ain't feeling it. But I feel <laughs> you. Mine, Black Adam. Yeah. Gotta go and only because it's The Rock. I'm serious. I'm serious, bro. I'm so tired of seeing The Rock in movies. Like, I don't need it. And it's DC, so I would never pick anything from Marvel because Captain Marvel was the shit. So I'm definitely can't wait to see part two. And anybody yeah. hating on Captain Marvel two, you're an ass. Yeah, you you terrible because then Captain Marvel two by five. Bro, come on. His be if you smell what the rock is cooking. I can't, bro. I can't. Yeah, I'm I'm good on anything with the rock in it, unless it's something from Marvel, because then I have to watch. But other than that, I'm good. So yeah. I'm excited, bro, for all the other other films. I'll go see the flash though. I will see Flash because I do like. Oh, I would go see The Flash too, even though 60% of the movie is going to be in slow motion. Even though he's super fast, but he's going to be in slow motion. I'm so fast, like moving slow motion. And, bro, that's. Like, why don't they just call it slow motion? Exactly. Ooh, it's super speed. They're trying to show off the thunder effects. 
I mean, I liked it, but come on, bro. Like, or not like the movie because I haven't seen it yet, but I, I liked it in um the Justice League, but it was a little too much slow motion. But this is not a DC podcast, and we already mentioned him like three times, so. Oh, but we bashed him. Yeah, so, we are talking okay. shit about him, though. So I guess, yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. So I guess, yeah, I guess it is okay as long as we're talking shit about the trash movies that they constantly and consistently <laughs> put out. Because, <laughs> yo, all y'all trying to say that Justice League Snyder Cut is a comparable movie to Infinity War, yo, y'all can hold hands and then go jump off of a bridge and I'm not, I don't want you to die. I just want you to jump it off a bridge and like fall in, onto like a bunch of balloons or like mm. a bunch of floaties or something to make like a trampoline, you know, just the fear, you know, <laughs> fear is jumping off a cliff because that is the most asinine statement I've ever heard. And I get it, you know, on Twitter, you got to be controversial for your things to yeah go viral but stop it stop yeah. it stop stop it. like come on now that ain't nowhere near affinity war nowhere near oh my gosh oh yeah it's a spider-man silk live action so i guess is a female and or the female spider-man and she's coming to amazon late 2022 so that's some other good news and shout out Val too. I heard she's about to get a bigger role now. I'm excited for her. Yeah, she was a cool. She was a cool cameo. I still think. I still think they over two in cameos though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aspects. The build up was trash. Because how you gonna have a great build up and then you just hit it with the random ass cameo? Oh, I do see too. So it say the Loki's Disney Plus series will reportedly film in the UK in the near future, possibly for season two. Hey, I'm so excited for Loki, man. I really am. I can't wait for that thing to drop. So other news we got, we got Kevin Feige has indicated that they'll continue to hire indie directors. And he says, when you get people with unique points of views and surround them with great artists, they can take you to places you've never gone before. So that that's good to know. Shout out to the indies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Shout out to the indies out here. Shout out indies. Marvel's biggest worry with Sam's Wilson's or Sam Wilson's Captain America costume was his cow, reveals a Falcon and Warner Soldier producer. It was something that we went back and forth on quite a bit, which I feel like y'all made the wrong decision. That yeah. neck shit was no, no, it was no, it was not it. I'm sorry, it looks terrible. Yeah, that shit was weird, bro. And honestly, I didn't notice it until I watched uh, the Avengers podcast and uh, one of their hosts was saying how the suit looked puffy. And now that I'm looking at it, I'm like... Bro, God. I'm like, damn, the dude, the suit does look like real puffy now that I'm looking at it. Bro, God, I was feeling... Bro, I knew it was something. I knew it was something, bro. Yeah, they're they gonna slam that down. 
Yeah, for sure. They need to, they need to put it down more. Because I noticed how poofy, I was like, why you look like that? Like, you look jacked or something. It was just weird. Okay, so it says Falcon and Winter Soldier's creator has addressed rumors regarding a potential Thunderbolts project in the MCU. Yeah, and he says there seems to be a lot of chatter around that. I don't know if fans are crazy or not. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. We watch theories, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, what you mean is we crazy, mom? We watch shit about people putting on spandex and saving the city. Right. What the hell? hell? That was weird. That's weird to say. Yeah, bro. I thought that was so messed up. Like, like, why? They crazy, bro. I ain't gonna get into it. Damn. Okay. Let me see. Just going through the news. Ooh. Okay. So, Doctor Strange 2 actress, I don't even know how to say it, Gomez, has expressed her excitement for her MCU debut as America Chavez. So, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that is, bro. That's a fire. Yeah, I'm thinking that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's been pretty dry, but hey, we're going to get, I'm telling you, a lot of news going to drop soon. I already know it. I feel it. Yeah, spoiler alert, too. Spoiler alert. Loki spoiler alert news. So they say a new plot description for the Loki Disney Plus show teases that Loki will face deletion from reality if he doesn't assist in catching an even greater threat. I wonder who that greater threat will be. Hmm. So my que- my question is with this Loki film, I wonder how it's all going to tie. Because, I mean, we saw homie get fucking massacred. Like, his throat choked out. Like, that was terrible. <laughs> By Thanos. But I wonder who's going to be in these films that will be in the later films. Since we won't have Loki no more. Well, I don't know because we will have to see what timeline he's going to be in because this is the 2012 timeline. Okay. I'm thinking it's the 2012 timeline because that's he left from the Avengers film. So that was back in 2012 and he took the Tesseract and dipped off. So that means he's in 2012 right now. But they also showed that he's like time jumping or something. So that's why I'm like, I don't know which like what time this even will be. Because yeah. you can bring anyone back if it's 2012. Yeah, I mean. Especially after that whole thing what he did with the Tesseract. Why taking it and shit. Oh, bro. I'm excited though. I, I'm wondering who really gonna be in these films. Cause that's what I was saying with Black Widow. Like, I wonder how that's gonna tie uh, tie as well. Or I unless I don't just... think it's gonna really tie in like that. No, I just think it. That's what I was saying. I think it's just gonna be probably gonna be one of those movies that's just another superhero movie. Yeah, because it's, it's gonna be a one off. 
Yeah, it's gonna be like some Easter eggs in there, but it ain't gonna be nothing too crazy. Yeah, they're gonna probably show us a little something about Budapest, like yeah, because she's gonna be in Budapest, so they might we might get a little backstory on that. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. I can't, yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for Loki. That's gonna be crazy. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier finale car the the title card was supposed to say Captain America in the White Wolf, but the showrunner said it might not have been as emotional. And I agree. Yeah. I think would it be with Sam becoming Captain America, he needed that moment to be specifically for him. Yeah. Cause I feel like at the time he uh or Bucky was still kind of like rocking that stuff. You know, he wasn't really going white wolf, white wolf. It was just something that was being said about him at that time. So, Yeah, man. So I'm thinking that's it. So we can go ahead and wrap this one up because it was another great episode, episode 11. And, of course, <laughs> since we are on a Marvel-less May we will be having all kinds of different shows, breaking down all kinds of different things. And please don't get mad at us when we go on tangents because we're going to have to, man. We ain't going to have any shows to talk about. Um, this is what we will do, though. And Chris, I'm saying this right now. We didn't even talk about this in pre-pro. But if we get somebody um, who would hit us up and say, give us something to review, like uh, a specific movie in the MCU to talk about, we can make an episode out of that too. Like, just oh, like, yeah. oh, Marvel throwback. And then we could just, we could yeah. uh, do our own review on Infinity War or our own review on yeah. the early, early ones like Iron Man or Iron Man 2. Yeah. You know, some of the ones that we haven't watched in a while, like Thor the Dark, whatever. So, whatever. Whoever hit us up and let us know, we we might do something like that too. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned because we are back every week. And obviously these will be coming out faster because we don't have to wait until Friday to watch the episodes. Mm-hmm. So you already know. And you already know, boom, boom, boom. Socials up top. But for the listeners, go follow your boy at the KC Network 702 on Twitter and on where else we at instagram and straight out of marvel dot wordpress.com is where you can also leave us uh, comments and get all the latest updates for your boys you know the straight out of marvel boys so and join the straight out of marvel facebook page so that way you you guys can get the memes going we don't got it right now because you got hacked yeah your boy i just got looked hacked, at it man. yeah i yeah. just looked at it it's not up it's not even up right now yeah your boy got hacked but i'm gonna get that fixed so that way we can get back onto that train get the straight out of marvel group popping you know dropping the memes yeah we do marvel got the group group. though yes so yes pl- plug the group bro yeah so we get the memes going we can talk marvel news you can share you guys' opinions how you feel about what's going on in this space. And basically we just have a good time and just have some Marvel talk. Phase four starting off to a bang. 
Starting off with a bang, I mean. Oh, God. So make sure you follow your boy socials at slime.10. Make sure you follow the Straight Out of Marvel on Twitter. And make sure you like, comment, subscribe. So that way we can have all, all of the news put into one, bro. So that way we can have some fun. And we can bump it up. Bump it up. Get us more viewers. Because then we get the more viewers, the more we can push it out and get this thing going. Yeah, please don't be afraid to give us a five star rating on Apple. Don't be afraid to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, and please give us feedback. And uh, if you give us feedback, we can actually read it live while mm-hmm. we record it because we do want to start incorporating that with the Marvel news because anything that comes from Marvel fans is Marvel news. So once you hit us up and let us know, we can actually you know, plug that because, you know, we do get listeners mm-hmm. who would enjoy hearing thoughts from other the other than the two straight out of Marvel Brothers, so. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Good episode, bro. Uh, you too, fam. Appreciate you. There's another one. Believe until you make believers. We out.